Welcome, stock hypers. It's Brian and Danny, and you are back for another week of wild stock market moves, predictions, and Danny's dog of the day of the stocks. I don't know. I'm we're making that up. Danny, not, do you have a dog no, of the day stock? I do not. I'm, I am positive. Let's, let's stop. Let's is start over, that. Brian. Do you have a dog of the day? Let's let's move right into that. Brian, I am on a positive swing, and I don't need you down. No, I finished August. Shit, what did I finish August, Brian? Down 10%. So let's call it a dog of the month, and that would be about everything. How did oh, you wow. Do 10% off for the month, huh? It was tough for all of us out there, Big Daddy. Did some moves, which actually alleviated a little bit less, thankfully, but... uh yeah, this is the uh, the last day of August. The market's already closed. It's the 31st, and I am down for August 7%. Wow. You did some good trades. Hey, what was your best trade off the top of your head in the last month, Brian? Oh. Jumps out. Do any jump out. Well, you know, the, I traded half of the WeWorks when WeWork had like this accelerated craziness. I think that's I, a br- No, wait a second. That's a brilliant idea. How did you get the idea to, to trade oh, WeWork? Geez. That is absolutely brilliant. I mean, is that foresight? Do you pay thousands for advice? <laughs> yeah, I pay thousands in uh, aggravation for advice from you. <laughs> You're welcome on that one, Big Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Danny. Uh, Danny, let's... Uh, be transparent he suggested hey what do you think of we works it's a penny stock that has a little volatility suggested numerous times mm-hmm. and gave you data to back it up yes data. so when you leave the bugatti dealership i want you to put thanks danny on your plate that's all i ask <laughs> yeah. so that so that was a better one did you have any like really bad ones it's just stand out top of your head because those always burn a hole in you good or bad yeah. Um, so there's one that I'm just sitting in and we've talked about it multiple times. It's, you know, just the stupid, you know, tiny position of like 100 or 200 bucks of Mullen stock, which is continuing to to bleed um, negative. Now, this is unusual. I don't usually toot my own horn, but I did tell you that was ridiculous. When yeah, you it, so. I just, you know, I did it, you know, to mess with you and just yeah, make, you never know. Um, yeah. You never know what could happen with that. Uh, particular ev stock okay brian yeah i have ulterior motive for asking you about your trades and this is going to be a surprise it comes back to me right that is a surprise i know you've been following vinfast as i have which is a vietnamese automaker it's been essentially a meme stonk it just went from 50 billion to 200 billion unusual swings for such a big company and I had mentioned to you about getting into doing long-term puts on that because I'm not a trader. I'm an investor, right? And I did mention it to you while I was at its top. The next year, it dropped 50% and then 20% more. So it's down about 60% from its uh, height. Now, the reason I say that in rare seriousness is because that seemed very obvious to me. So I'm going with the lowest of low-hanging fruit, Brian. <laughs> so then fast, if you look at it, I mean, it started out at 10 as a SPAC. Mm-hmm. Right on middle of August the fourteenth. By the twenty eighth, it's up to eighty five. It's not like this is a penny stock or a small hundreds of millions. I mean, this is yeah, an eighty million dollar market market cap. Ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. I I just did the assumption without looking. Well, those are just short coverings, but man, this just keeps going up, and of course, it's came down. So easy to talk about it, much harder to do it. So Brian, as I get, you know segue from blabbing about it to doing it. Something like that for a long-term put would make sense. Is that right? Well, you know, it's hard because you're betting against China not juicing a company or their well, economy, right? Well, that's Vietnam. So, oh, I'm sorry, Vietnam. Yes, yeah, but honestly, they're you know, yeah, but that's not too much. I mean, once again, it's 
it's a communist country and you certainly right. could okay but, but brian that, that may be true but it's traded in u.s for good reason yeah. but when a stock that big goes from 10 to 85 in two weeks with nothing at well, all it's always in our history right it's always been uh attempting to short something like that you can so do you think that was shot short coverings that that had it shoot up like that could it do that much short coverings where it goes up what was it 60 billion in one day or whatever it was that's ridiculous uh, or FOMO or just, you know, just some sort of manipulation. Just everything came. Stock. So that like everything just came together. Is that the deal? Or? It could be. That happens every once in a while, Danny. Okay. So are those good to short, Brian? They what are is- good to short. If I, yeah. I would. By the method of put, let me amend yeah. that. I have the guts oh, yeah. Using puts. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. So. You will hold my hand as I do that for the first time, right? Are you going to do that, you think? Not on this one, but in the future. Now, here's a good point, which this may surprise you I've done to you. If it hits big, you can tell me about it every time we talk. Yeah. If it doesn't hit big, just say, hey, dude, you know it's a risk and move on. And act <laughs> like it's a bad connection and hang up. As normal. So just uh, right. usual conversations. But this kind is reversed. But it's awesome <laughs> taking credit for something you didn't really do. So that's a perk. You know, um, August wasn't a great month, but this last week was a lot of recovery. Um, mm-hmm. If I just look at uh, this week, um, I've erased a lot of those um, Same here. monthly bleeding. I'm up for the week 12%. Wow. Let me take a look. Crazy? See. Um, yes, I'm not overly surprised on that. I think, you know, I rule really. Do you think that's all ge- geared towards the Fed or the, the 10 year yield? I think people, it's sold off and bought it. I'm up 6% for the week, mm-hmm. but for the month, I'm down 10. I just think that's it. That's an ebb and flow of things. I really do. Is that I wouldn't want to overthink it. The last six months or three months, I'm up 3.5% for the year. I'm still up 20, almost 22%. So I will take it. But, uh, Nothing into it, Brian, just too much. Just a natural, you know, it's like the tides, they come and go to a certain extent, right? Okay. So it could be seasonal as well. Um, This is typically uh, a down month, but I think this recovery is nice to see at the end of this, um, at the end of August and hopefully September, we'll have a little bit of um, uplift. Right. We seem to be kind of backfilling and with the market and with the, uh, my own portfolio as well, seems kind of like lower, um, I'm sorry, higher lows and higher highs now do you have any trades you got going now brian this is in your two percent trades you like to get in and out in a day anything in the hopper on that one yes actually interesting at the moment um i'm in the tesla bull um which i've been in for three days that's worked out that's a triple and and that goes at triple the rate as normal tesla is that right no that one is a one and a half one and a half okay um so that one actually um, I'm up three and a half percent. So I, I could, I was going to decide to sell it today at the end of the day. And I ended up deciding to keep it. It just didn't do much today. I don't know if uh, September 1st will be some well, trigger. Every day can't go on. Let me ask you a question, Brian. How do you feel about Tesla from this point on end of August 23 with seemingly other automakers catching up or at least crowding the market? What do you make of Tesla in general? And it seems like their cars are dated. They've done no innovation for a while. You had mentioned this before about their interiors being dated. And I see what you mean. Like that big old iPad in the middle. Now it seems like cartoonishly outdated, right? What do yeah. you make of them as a selling cars, lesser margins, et cetera, coming up? And I'm talking six months to five years. Um, I so think they need months. to be cheaper just because two things. They have competition, as you're saying, but also the interest rates have come up. 
So to make their cars, keep them in the line of affordability. Sure. But it is for all automakers. Car. So it's kind of an even, I don't mind that, Brian, because all automakers have that. I'm just concerned their weakness being as them as a company specific, they have much more competition, which is still far behind, right? Uh, and lesser margins. And they don't seem to be innovating on that car, are they at all? I think that's only a concern for the higher end people. Um, I think your normal mid-tier car purchaser, mm -hmm. you you can go and check out the Mach-E from uh, Ford um, and other types of EVs from the regular manufacturers that we all know the brands of, and they suck compared to Tesla. Do they still? Okay. Yeah. I, I went and right. I checked out the Mach-E and sat in it. And, Not impressed? Uh, no, I wasn't. I, I didn't really right. like it at all, to be honest. I thought, I thought, well, this might be a good, because my sure. car, I, I kind of leaning towards a, what is it, the the X? No, not the X. I'm the, sorry. And Brian, you're in the market for a car. I forgot. Are you still driving a Pinto or is it a Vega sure. or an Opal? <laughs> Gremlin. A Gremlin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm looking at the Y, right? Because that's their kind of SUV crossover kind of thing from Tesla. And you can pick them up for in the mid 40s to high 40s right now. Uh, maybe they, I haven't checked it since they dropped the price a bit. Well, that Mach E is like 50 grand. And is it nicer than the Tesla? No, it's for for the purposes of a crossover. It's small. Um, there's not a, a Mach-E, Is that a Mustang? Right, yeah. electric Mustang. Is set, but so so they're they're that's unique. I think because it's a Mustang. It so is a Mustang. It's not right. a Mustang. See, that's their problem too. Is this is bad mm -hmm. branding? Either make a Mustang that looks like a Mustang, or make a Wait, crossover it, and call it the Mach-E. Why put the Mustang logo on there? Oh, okay. It doesn't do anything for it. Wait, so this is, this isn't the classic Mustang. It doesn't look like a classic Mustang to me. It's you know not, it, it doesn't look like the Mustang that they're selling um, outside of the EV market. Well, I'm going to give, I'm going to alert that with a not cool bro warning tag on that one. Have you not I seen this thing? This thing's been out for what? a while, Danny. Uh, I'm not into that stuff, dude. Not, not really. Into well, that. it's not impressive. And okay. so um, if, if I okay. have the same amount of money, it will be a Tesla um, proven. Technology. So they're still kings. They're kings of heat from what you've seen being yeah. the car market looking yeah, around. Absolutely. Is the interior still the same of the new Y one? Yeah, I Is don't know. Same? Is the same event last five years, or I think it has been. I mean, maybe they have a little bit of a, a variety or adjustments to it, mm -hmm. color wise or things like that. But otherwise, the the uh, the Y and the M or E, I don't right. know, whatever their regular sedan right. is, they're exactly the same almost. Okay, just one has a you know a bigger. Uh, Would you get a Cybertruck, Brian? Would you ever buy a Cybertruck? No, I, I'm not a truck guy. I, I have no desire. Does okay. if, I'd like to see one on the road just to just to kind sure. of check it out and things like that. So but, novelty effect. If you're on a trip, you might. If it's on Turo, you might rent that from someone for a couple of days. For <laughs> no, I don't think I would either. Really, no, I'm not sure. I want to I I, get a Halloween. And the, I, I'm not wear that Batman cowl. You <laughs> but, just drive around. You don't think you should have is like a some kind of speaker system, so you sound like Robocop as you're driving by and it's freak kids out. I don't know. You know, <laughs> say that loud enough, and then Elon Musk will put that in. Okay, so so you're not worried about the auto industry catch up with Tesla and no, and, they're they're okay. too far and away. I mean, they're they're just Still, the aspirational really. EV. Are uh, they are they aspirational anymore? Oh come on, what else is there? Saying. There's Lucid, which I'm a stockholder of, so that you know is a plus because I own stock in it. So I assume that would help with my that, I, you know I like that one when I first saw it, and I've seen them on the road now quite often. And um, yeah, I don't really like that one either. 
So you're saying it's, it's either little... been fast or nothing is what you're telling me. Yeah. Been fast or nothing. Okay. Um, interesting. All right. I didn't mean to segue away from the trades. I was just curious. It seems like. I think Tesla this... still has it. I, okay. I am not afraid of putting money into that brand. So it's still going to be like Google. Well. People have people have not caught up to Google yet 20 years in. And Tesla, it seems to be the same. Easier said than so. done. A lot of challengers come and go. It might take a piece, but still looking good, et cetera. Okay. All right. Interesting. Any other trades, Brian, before I sidetrack you? Yeah. Good thanks. juicy ones, baby. What's that? Just give me some good juicy stuff. Some good juicy stuff. I like also, it'd be entertaining if you lost your house or something. We'd really like that in the podcast. Stop. I'm just saying it's entertainment. Go ahead. Um, the, really, the only other one that I uh, popped, well, did I get in and out of this? No, I still have it, uh, is AI. Um, the C3 the, AI. C3 AI, yes, correct. How uh, how How is that year to date? Do you have that up on your uh, Bloomberg terminal there, Chief? Yeah, year to date is good, right? thing still? is up 171%. That is a solid year. I know it's down a lot, but still when it comes up that much, good for them. So Well, we'll they were up 300% several times. Like it's hit oh. 300% up uh, three times so far this year. Hmm. And at I the see. moment, we're in the uh, the lower trough of this. So 171 I would get out of that, Brian. Are you below? Are you are you underwater? Are you underwater on that one? I'm seven percent down on this thing. I would, Brian. I would get out of that one. I just have a bad feeling about that. I don't know if I had a nightmare or the CEO. I've never liked that one. <laughs> I would say, Brian, let me give you a tip where to go into because I'm not gonna have you jump out. Yeah. My recent brilliance is Duolingo, of course. I'm way up on. They've had a good uh week. How did Duolingo end up today? It was about even today. It's up 10% right. for the week on no thing. Um, that's getting to be one of my bigger holdings. I have actually bought that well on your advice where I bought in stages, yeah. tried to really tune out the noise and not get too cute. Mm -hmm. I like that one has AI. It just, you know what I like it, Brian? It's a great product. It's a great company. It's well run, has massive growth, math, great balance sheet. I just like everything about it. And I really think to become an education platform. So this is the one that you really like the owl logo, right? You you're all into yes. that. Well, I like the logo because owls are smart and they have you know, they wear glasses, so it's obvious they're smart, dude. That's common sense. No, That's I I just like the company. It pretty much checks every box. Smaller one, growing market, well run. Mm. And Brian, honestly, I've ever used it. They are by far the best in the field. They're they're the they're the default. They're the Google or the Coke or the Kleenex or apparently Tesla, as how you put it. And there's a lot to be said for that, dude. I looked at all the rest of them, and they they've been working with OpenAI for two years now. They did Chat GPT, Chat GPT three, and man, that is the worst name in history. So I always you always choke over it. So anyway, Brian, that is that. So that's what that I was a good buy, Danny. Great, and I'm actually transferring job. some of my dogs to that little by little. I'm happy it's it's been really good. So nice. Uh, yes. Do you have a hyper hate for me today? Actually, I do, Brian. This is you brand do. new. This is something I've been following. Not too long. As you know, I'm a big fan of MongoDB, but I've never got it at the right time because I'm a clown. I didn't get it when it was low. Uh, it's been a great stock. MongoDB, which essentially, let's just not get too technical. It does databases, which is obviously important. It's how you get the information, how fast you do, you know, how you get your information of a database and you can't access the information. What's the point? There's different ways to do it. There's different systems or languages. So MongoDB is up 100% year to date. Let's go the max on that, Brian. Yeah. It came out in October of 17. And as of now, it's up 1,100%. Damn, now, that is a, a winner. Yeah, it, it's a long-term winner. Uh, peaked at the end of 21 at 529. 
it went down to 152. So had quite a correction, which, by the way, is very common in the next year. So 22 is a terrible year, but it's got almost all of that back. So wow. with that said, that's not what I'm doing. There is a company called Couchbase, and this is how lame I am, Brian. I saw that name. It's a recent IPO. And I thought it was like couch base, like an Airbnb, like couch surfing. So I thought, well, that's stupid. I never looked at it. And of course, I took the 10 seconds to look at it. It is essentially a mini MongoDB couch base or base. B-A-S-E is a, a catchy ticker. ticker. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And that is a complete piece of crap. Came out oh. in July of 21 at 33. It shot up to 38. Not much of a shoot up. Anyway, it's down to 17. So I have been following this much more closely. They're in the news in June. They had a big plunge of about 20%. And I still don't quite know why that is. So this is Couchbase. And, and what you're betting on is I can't tell you a lot about it, right? Okay. So I'm looking a bit more. But it's just a database, which is growing, which mm -hmm. you will need. Um, an AI play there. Many one, of course, obviously, uh, NVIDIA is the best. So Couchbase is just like a smaller database, one of many. Seems a good solid growth. You're looking in the mid 20s percent wise growth, still losing money, decent balance sheet. It appears to be a well run company, but this is a long term play. This is a buy and hold for you know five years plus is what I'm looking at, Brian. Literally put it there, not even look at it, and that's just how it's going to go. So hyper hate couch base. So um, this is interesting. They they just launched an AI accelerate partner program. Um, which is That's a, a word of gobbledygook. Um, word salad, did, as soon as they did that, we did have a little bit of a jump in the price of the Dude, our We're not even public. We even mentioned okay, AI. So, so here's my thing. I'm going to hype them because they've learned to start saying <laughs> AI in their, in their uh, reports and in their news wire right. press releases. But a database or like a database or GitLab or GitHub where you store store code. Yeah. AI is they've been probably doing this dude for two years. Duolingo was two and a half years now. They're on the first open AI's first clients. <laughs> so this is into it. You're right. They just mentioned to do it, whatever. Yeah. That's a given. That's just keeping up with the Joneses for the most part. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm going to say that this is a okay. hype. I really like this idea of the database companies and mm -hmm. um, anybody who is going to talk about AI is going to win it for me because that's right. what you have to talk about to send your stock price going up. Right. And their bubble has came now. Just on the market cap is about 800 million, Brian. Oh, They're not making crazy. money. It doesn't appear to. They are losing mm -hmm. a lot of money related to their cash on hand, which I'm not thrilled with. But this is very common for these companies. So that is a headwind. Yeah. But here they are. So I'm going to hype it as well for long term, just because I think there could be more of an upside to these okay. guys. Right. That's so right. I'm going to hype it as well. Okay. So Couchbase, B-A-S-E. Wish me luck, Brian. Good luck, Mr. Danny. Good luck. You got Okay. What fascinating stock pick do you have for us, Brian? Okay, so now this one, I'm actually, I'm going to have, I'm still doing a hyper hate, but oh. I'm going to spin it that a hate is a good thing. You're the rule breaker, but go ahead. Okay. Just, okay. If it's that McMullins, whatever piece of shit that was, I'm going to hate it still, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> no, this hyper hate I want to have from you, Danny, is Qualcomm. No, oh my gosh. Now, where are they based out of, Brian? I don't know off the top. Qualcomm are good friends that are our neighbors. And I hate to talk bad about them, but they live here in San Diego. Yes. And uh, they do like the the family, whatever their names are. Yeah. They do a bunch of charitable work. They do. Very, very nice. popular in San Diego. Yeah. Very popular. Yeah. And Qualcomm has been around for a while making chips mm -hmm. or cell phones. 
and have had a lot of booms and busts. So, Danny, as Apple is now going to announce their iPhone, what is it, 15, right? Yeah, no one cares anymore. It's just the next one. It's an incremental. However, I'm beginning incremental. It's deceptively effective, and that's what Tesla's not doing. That's my concern. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. iPhone 15. It is going to maybe be the last one with a Qualcomm modem in it. So you're looking, I would say, well, okay, I'm going to hype as a long put if that's, I don't know. Brian, let me, okay, don't look. Qualcomm went public in 2000. Is that right? That does not sound right. Let me try this again. So what do you think? I remember in 2000, dude, Mm -hmm. Qualcomm had quite a run. Right. Yes. They had this big boom. Right. Yeah. Huge. OK. So they came out in 92 at 79 cents. They kind of went up four times. So 10 years, they went up four times. So they're at 114. It's 20,000 percent in a generation. 92. Wow. That's 30 years. All right. Yeah, they did have that big peak, real big one. Here's the interesting thing. In December of 99, they peaked about 49, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Wow, they did not hit that again for a while, for a decade. So they got caught up in the uh, the dot-com crash. Yeah. And, and everybody who underwater. was working at Qualcomm that it had a, had a, put a deposit down on a Porsche <laughs> <laughs> had to yeah. like no, whine and cry to get that deposit yeah. back when their stock just crashed. Um, it's a solid company. I'm gonna hype for a long put, a long put for season, but I'm not, so I'm gonna hate it. But if I was in a better position, and I felt like betting against a company, I just they seem the stuck in neutral company to me, Brian. Step forward, step back, because we, you know, be being a city, okay. we follow them fairly. They're yeah. profitable and all that, but I don't know, dude. Yeah. No. Okay, so so Qualcomm, let's kind of just go through this just a little bit. And here's my thoughts. Yes, on a long put, right? I actually had these. I'm sorry, but I am in 21. I bought and sold them and I made 1%. Oh, well. Oh, nice. Good, good God, I got that all out. Okay. So Qualcomm sitting at uh, 114 and a half today. Mm-hmm. It is only up maybe two and a half percent for the whole year. So they're lagging, which could be good, but probably not, right? Why are they lagging this? Yeah. They're lagging. They're lagging because um, I believe that there's not a lot of great things that are going to come to Qualcomm in next year. Because and what do you think? Wait, Brian, what do you, what is your take on that? Do you agree or disagree or don't know? Look, um, Apple is trying to make their own chips. Okay, they're uh, going replaced they're Intel. Going to, they will replace them. They, okay, so they're going to replace Qualcomm. Yeah. And Apple is Qualcomm's biggest. Mm-hmm. Well, Qualcomm also has different stuff in there. It's essentially replaceable. So they are a very solid company with a revenue stream. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see any dynamic thing. If you look five years, dude, it's only been up 70% in five years. If you take the COVID low, which is good, it was at 60. Now it's not even, it's basically double that, which is solid. But for other tech companies out there or the NASDAQ, even a triple here, just a NASDAQ composite, I would take that. So I'm going to. Yeah. So where's the innovation going to come from for this company? Like, like if, if Apple, the okay, maybe quit surfing maybe- and come in from the taco shop and the surf and get to work. Maybe that could be something. That could be something. No, well, I don't yeah, see I'm it. Not- I- I'm not betting on this thing, and uh, I'm bet against it, betting right? against it at this point because I don't see anything great coming out on 
in the next uh, year or two. I think oh. they're going to lose this big customer and money's going to drain. So um, unless they start mm-hmm. making, you know, AI chips, um, all of the, all the modems that are in all of a, mm-hmm. you know, they put stuff in refrigerators oh. and things like that. Right. So I just don't think that there's enough no. juice left um, in those types of things for Qualcomm to accelerate. I'm right. not saying that the company's going to go out of business or they're a very solid company, but, but non-dynamic. I agree, dude. Yeah. But not, but having no growth and having the stock kind of dwindle down because of it. Um, yeah. If yeah. it, if it gets any boost, uh, because the Qualcomm, I'm going to wait on this because as Apple comes out, they are going to be using the Qualcomm chips in this last 15 model. And so if there's any boost because of Apple saying we're going to you know, sell this many of them after the 12th when they announce it, I think Qualcomm could accelerate. But as it does, I think that's a good time to. No, I'm sorry. You're hyper hate it even for a put. You're a hyper put still. Yeah, I'm going to hate the stock, but I think I'm going to. Okay, know, so we'll take it as a high use as a put. Yeah, I would do hate for both because I don't know what talent doing puts. So I'm not going to learn the hard way. So I would do a long term on that. This seems like kind of a slow moving stock. So what do you take, Brian, with the uh, Apple 15? Do P- I know it's by now it's a pretty standard thing. Incremental improvements, yawn mm-hmm. boring, but over the course of time, it's been wildly effective. Anything big come out of this one, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. What, what it'll be interesting is this the the ticker of the talk? Is this the big one? Is like no, nothing big. I'm, I don't. You know, is a, isn't it, the, isn't when they change the number the, the well? That's every year though. Well, the, well, the fact that we don't know it's not big, Brian. Because there you go. Okay, it's okay. days. It's two weeks away, and all right, right. So, There's no buzz whatsoever on that, and not that it's bad, but how many times can you see the same guys in the khakis and the turtlenecks and the coughed hair and the culottes say that you know the same shit over and over is there going to be like um you know i'm sure there'll be camera upgrades and some of the lower end models will have the higher end model features yeah so i don't know i say get the uh spatial computing going fast i know i like that more than you you're not big on the vr stuff with them are you right no but okay so take taking that into consideration that you're not seeing any wow factor from Apple. Apple's had a, a pretty decent run the last week or two um, coming back from uh, after dropping in the August lows. Right. So, but like Brian, 186 you... or something. Do you think that now's a, a good time to get involved with Apple or is it time to get out of Apple? I'm, I would put the trying to time it to you because didn't you sell that at its peak and it dropped it? Remember, I was ridiculed. Well, not its peak, but I did. I, I don't have Apple at the moment. We but sold, didn't you sell it above? I and did. It kind of went down. Now I know it's coming back, but right? Did you? I time sold it, it around this price, like one eighty eight, yeah. one one eighty six, one eighty eight, one ninety. Um, you know, I got rid of everything as it was going up to that three. After it hit three trillion, I started to sell, and then I well, could have bought when it went down, a, but I didn't. Probably like anyone, it's about, it's what, 5% of my portfolio. I'm happy with it. I don't know if I'd build on it now. I just, my concern on these companies, and it's not a criticism, is a lot of the dynamic growth is gone. So they become safer, which is fine. They become a different kind of stock, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, IBM in the old days in the 60s and Ford in the 50s, 60s, Exxon, et cetera. And there's nothing wrong with that as a ballast. It's almost like a hedge from, you know, collapsing, right? Yeah. Uh, last five years are still up 250%. I don't see anything in the near future challenging them. I mean, nothing but smartphones. I know, I think why they did the headphones, Brian, they're doing the watch 
which mm-hmm. I like because that's going to go into health, which is what I thought I'd do years ago. They're taking their time and doing it fairly right. I have my, you know, some complaints. So I, I think, yeah, to, to buy if you're just starting out or to add more safe, absolutely. I would take this still over the NASDAQ index fund. Oh, when, nice. I mean, them, Microsoft, even yeah. I think NVIDIA is kind of a bouncy ride from where it's at. But again, we're, if we're at the start of the AI boom, which... I would agree. I personally think it's the biggest thing since the internet. Yep. Would you agree with that? I would. Yeah, I think it's a matter. Now the monetization would might be different. If you look at the boom of two thousands, you kind of bet in the wrong sectors and who knows. Mm -hmm. So the safe bet I think is NVIDIA long-term. I think that's going to join the uh, Apple and Google, Microsoft, Amazon. What already is, I think it's there to stay for a while. Even my, my other favorite AMD, I don't think is going to challenge him for a while. But do you have any news for today, Danny? You said you had something interesting that you were... Uh, no, I do not, Ryan. Sadly, I think I was hoping you wouldn't ask. I was bluffing to see if you... You were bluffing? Okay. Um, so today, uh, this is one interesting thing that um, I'm kind of watching. And uh, Shopify came out and has a new deal with Amazon. Mm-hmm. So did you see that, Danny? I did Shopify because has... I am still a stockholder. I think oh, still, it's a great company. Oh, nice. Um, I got cut bubble. I'm down a little bit, but still, it's a good company. I just wonder if this is kind of a sugar high, right? Is up 11% today. Yeah. As was with CrowdStrike, one of my other holdings. I think that's a better long term buy. Um, yeah, it's up 20% for the week. They have really, you know, they're still losing money. But again, in terms of moat, dude, I don't see anyone close to these guys. Do you? Yeah, I, I don't uh, think. Um... Right. I don't think anybody comes close to what Shopify is doing for um, for merchants. Uh, outside right. But let me give you a little concern on Shopify is how profitable is that? And the reason I say that, if you take Amazon, which is there's some similarities in the marketplace, that's not really a profit center. It's the AWS. And now the advertising is these massive margins. Right now, the. The marketplace has set that entire thing in motion. Without that, there wouldn't be AWS and there wouldn't be advertising in the marketplace. So they've kind of created themselves two massive profit machines with unbelievably high margins. They're probably like 80% ridiculous. So my concern is Shopify doesn't have that. That is my concern. It's always going to be a thin business. We never liked Walmart or retailers or grocery stores because it's such a thin margin. Is that a concern, Brian, long term? I think for a Shopify um, shareholder, I think this is good because I, I honestly think that this puts them in a position, in an even stronger position to yeah. be purchased by Amazon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're being so integrated. Um, so basically what's happening is that Shopify is going to have the buy with Prime for uh, available for Shopify vendors. So, so you- wait, oh, okay, Brian, hold on. So that means if me and you on our, on our fantastically popular merch store on Shopify, mm-hmm. right? And we're selling shirts. That means, what does that mean to us? Free, fast delivery and easy returns through Amazon Fulfillment Network. Basically, what you're going to be doing is you don't have to be an Amazon vendor to use okay. FBA, their um, fulfillment centers. So you can you can shove your merchandise, our Stock Hypers t-shirts, right. into Amazon warehouses and have them do all the logistics of it, returns, okay. shipping, whatever so we can on do that the sales well that you make on your shopify now and we can also send that from our massive three hundred thousand square foot warehouses right yes so we can either or right so if you we sell our or. stuff let, let's say for example we take our most popular item the stock hypers vape pen right and we, we either ship we can send to amazon they can ship it out and handle it right or yep. from us right 
Interesting. Yeah. So let me let me give you a counter to that, Brian. Oh, there's a lot of counters to that. Okay. Okay, go but ahead. The no. thing I'm thinking is at a certain point, why would you pay to have a Shopify site? If that's starting to get more business, I'll just go to Amazon. And well, you want to have a Shopify site just because then you can keep your customers' information. If you just are selling on Amazon, you don't have any way of contacting customers repeatedly. Okay, so if you're selling this Amazon store, you don't get all the data build up and yeah. all that, and that's obviously important. So that, that's the first one that jumps out. That's the main thing, right? Yeah. Okay. And so you can't email them and all that. You no, yeah. you can't. You can send. You, you can't. Uh, you can send them a message through there, but you have to have a reason to be sending a message. It's usually okay. you know, to solve an issue. But like you can't market to those customers, which you could do okay. from your Shopify site, which is what where the value is. Now, Amazon okay. though is going to have all of your customers and their information because you're giving it to them when you're right. doing these fulfillment orders. So how is that not a better deal for, or is it is it a better it is deal, a better for, deal for Amazon? But yeah. and I don't know what Shopify. Shop, I wouldn't doubt that Shopify pays. I'm sorry that Amazon pays Shopify for this. It's a better okay. deal for Amazon. So there's in it something obviously for Shopify. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And I guess maybe you just have to deal with them. Is that I mean better than the other options? Is that right? Or well, Shopify originally was trying to do their own fulfillment centers. Yeah, I remember that. And, the, and they recently gave that up. Maybe this is why they. Yeah, this is a this is basically capitulating mm -hmm. and saying, well, you know what, we'll do this with Amazon. It'll be uh, no interesting money for us. Well. You know, that can work. I think, you know, we've talked about the streamers. The reason I say that is maybe Warner Brothers should have just kept selling the streamers their product and not worry about making their own, right? Or Paramount or whatever, you know, Universal. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're better. It's like, look, at, we may capitulate to them. It's going to be Netflix, but we can charge them a lot with a great margin on this, right? So yeah. maybe that's something Shopify said, you know what? We're not going to beat them on that. Let's go to this plan. Can't beat them, join them, right? Yeah. I think all of these integrations point to eventually Shopify being purchased by Amazon. You certainly aren't. That would never be allowed. No, they would never. That people would freak, dude. That will never be allowed. No way in hell will that pass. People will freak. You know, they let Ticketmaster and Live Nation, Live Nation merge, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's just prices skyrocketed. But I don't think they'll allow that. I think you're right, Brian, but I, I can't see that. I think they will see. So I don't know. Because remember, Apple talked about buying stock hypers and they wouldn't allow that, right? Because of, of our not. massive influence on the markets. Okay, so good. What do you think coming up, Brian? Are we out of the malaise or what's going on here, Chief? No, September is kind of like, a, it's a little worrisome of a month just because typically it's not a great month on the market. Um, so other than just like historical aspect of, of market okay. volatility for the, the time period is... Uh, a little iffy for me. I just, uh, mm. yeah, I don't know that the, there's no catalyst for that to happen. So if we're not going to get a okay. a lot of financial data coming through, or if there's not some hits or misses or things like that, it could just be kind of like this, a little bit a of neutral. This, okay, a so neutral. Reason. So still a good yeah. time. You want to build up some stuff. I think and so. What is, okay, what is Kathy been doing? I know you have what did Kathy? Kathy well, um, Danny, hold on a second. There was a giant hurricane that blew through Florida yesterday. So you got to give Kathy a break. She's she shorted or what? Okay. No, she hasn't been doing shit. She can't go into the office. Okay. I mean, there's no rollerblading you know right now. She can't. Brian, Kathy Wood can't be on the on, what? Brian, we want we don't want excuses. We want it to happen. Okay, go inland to Orlando or something. There's lots of Hilton Garden Inns everywhere in Florida. I don't want to hear it, Kathy. Too bad. Okay, get some new glasses to Warby Parker. 
and get some of that losses back. Okay, so nothing too nothing too exciting from Kathy, the usual. Kathy right? would, uh, as I saw on uh, whatdidkathybuy.com, the site that we run, uh, she was buying more of that Archer Aviation, which actually has been pretty good for her. She that's the one you hyped last week, right? Did I hype it? Yes, I might have. Is that the micro? Yeah. yeah, that's where it takes off like a helicopter. And Yes. So it just goes up there and just completely burns your money. And then you shrink your portfolio, then you have your uh, lost harvest in place. I don't know. That's a risky thing, dude. Enough of the flying cars. Jetson's not here. So. Somebody has to make a flying car, Danny. Somebody's How is Archer do stock doing, Brian? Do you have it up on one of your three or four Bloomberg's there, Chief? And Archer, just to, just to let you know, 9% up this week. Which stock are you asking about? That was it, Archer. That oh, was there you go. Really? Okay, okay, I'll just be quiet there. Is this Archer Aviation? Yes, and year to date, it's oh, you know, year to date, 261. Well, I'm going to shut my pie hole there, bro, Chacho. But <laughs> all time, Brian. Oh, this was a SPAC, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. Came out in the bubble this late December of 20. <laughs> huh. Good luck. All right, Brian. That's, that's it. KathyBite.com. Email with any uh, questions you want to hear, any answers. Uh, do those to Brian so I'm not liable for it. Stockhypers at gmail.com. And we... Are out.